Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 16. We are back for another week. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, the lead host of the show, and joining me as always, the writer extraordinaire, and he did not sleep in this week, Mr. Fred W. Woodley. Hey Joe, I'm on a two week streak now. I've been here on time and actually a little bit early both weeks now. Yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> Just remember that when my QGN review comes up. Oh, it's, yeah, we have a meeting this week, so, you know, we'll talk then. Oh. <laughs> so this might be the last week I'm joining you. Well, we have a staff <laughs> meeting. We do a QGN staff meeting every month, and we where we work around shows. If we have to redo hosting on certain shows, we will. Things of that nature. So normally after we have a, a big meeting, a monthly meeting, something usually happens. Nothing bad, though. But so right, we, we might have a whole new crew from next me. week. <laughs> Dave, that's, you weren't supposed to say that. I don't yeah. want to be fired. <laughs> it's it's going to be Joe and three new people next week. <laughs> and <laughs> me, as always. Wait, wait, wait. He said nothing about getting rid Dan, of me. Dan, what did I tell you about talking over me? Yeah, Bo Bender's replacement. Jeez, man. It's like the entire time we're doing show prep, I say something damn big. And then I did. Really? And you forgot to mention, Joe, that when he was talking over you, he was speaking to the chat room and not us. Exactly. Man, Dan's on a ball today. And the man with the master pigtails, David Deenforce. I died, Adams. I don't want to talk about dying. <laughs> this week made me sad. Oh, we're talking about it. Oh. <laughs> and joining us again, and always, well, when he can make it, Mr. Dan Buntini Wilson. I am also on a two-week streak, guys. I am here two weeks in a row. Man, does this feel awesome. I am glad to be back. Bowbender's in the chat room crying because of that, you know? I think like <laughs> two more weeks and then Dan might have been here more than Bowbender again. Before we started the show, I felt so bad because I saw Bowbender in the chat. I'm like, oh, man. Now, um, I, I'm not sold on the 5 host format. To me, that just seems like too much clutter. So rotating Dan and Bo in, I think, would be the best option right now. But we're going to talk more about that with the meeting this week. Anyway, um, yeah, someone in the chat room said QGN show should really have do one show with every QGN host. We do have something like that coming up. That's our one-year anniversary. Oh, That's going to happen in October. So yeah, We do have something where we rotate hosts from the network in called the QGN Community Cast. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's I hear that the wants, hosts though. of that show are just amazing. <laughs> I, I've heard something to that degree. You you mean our guest hosts, right? Yeah, Def yeah. Definitely yeah, not the two that perform the podcast. Community host, yeah. yeah. I believe we have um, 
Lou booked for this next one, as long as everything goes well. If not, I believe Dan would be his replacement. Oh, Ooh. don't say that too loud. Lou might cancel on us. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we have Lou tentatively scheduled for this weekend. This week's going to be another community cast. All righty, Friday nights. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. But right now, let's get into the business, Fred. We're brought to you by the crafters of some of the most reliable earbuds on the market. You've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. Tweaked audio earbuds have been impossible for me to break. Of course, I'm not actively pulling on them or fishing around in my toilet, but from normal wear and usage, I've not seen any damage to them at all. With as often as I use my earbuds, I'm surprised tweaked lettering hasn't worn off at all. But it hasn't. So, if you want a great pair of earbuds with great sound and reliable craftsmanship, head on over to tweakedaudio.com and plug in the code off the record. To save 30% off your order, you won't regret it. All right, let's get into the cooked pork chops and shrooms of this episode. Anyway, I think one of the big things that everyone's been talking about on our server in particular is the hardcore server. We mentioned last week that we were going to launch it and see how it went. It went beautifully. It was, I haven't had that much fun in Minecraft since I can remember. Um, immediately, myself, Dave, Dan, and Bowbender jumped right in and worked together. Dan died within the very first hour of the server. Congratulations, Dan. You got one hour on the hardcore. <laughs> I that was like the christening that. of the ship. You like busted Dan across the ship to launch the server. Okay, <laughs> here's what happened. I died of hunger. I did find a chicken and killed it. But what I did is to keep the rest of the team alive. He gave it to I gave, gave the chicken. I gave Dave the only chicken that I found. I went out panic mode and went in the forest and went hunting for cows or any kind of food. And I actually found a pack of like five cows, slaughtered them, and ran back. And Dan died when I got back. Right as I got back, he passed, He just died. It was so sad. I actually wrote a story about it on our, on our uh, forums. Is that the story that the subject says, yay? No, it's actually called uh, Memoirs of a Survivor. Because I'm one of the five survivors <laughs> of the week. I'm the only one that survived the entire week. Uh, and I logged bad, in at man. least once every other, every day. So, But I think uh, I looked at the hours, and Dave is like the only person that had more hours than me on that. I was on there all the time. Dave had like almost double mine <laughs> everyone yeah. else's. And he did die. In the hardcore, but... No, I was killed. There's a difference. It was cheated. So anyway, go to um, questgamingcommunity.com and check out the forums. There's my little story there. And we even have uh, obituaries <laughs> that Origin started that are hilarious. Love it. I posted last this last week's death count, and it was 37 people dead, 5 living. And what? myself was the longest survivor... Arjun the next longest, and then there was like three others. Uh, Mega Adam, only a few days, and a couple other people. Um, but the important part, Joe, was Dan the first one to die? He was the very first one to die. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one of the longest survivors and the first to die on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Yep. I felt so bad for Dan. He was so excited about being in there, and then he died. So yes, on the hardcore server, when you're... When your when your food goes down all the way and your health starts to go down, you don't stop at two or three like normal server. No, it continues to go until you're dead. So you have to have food. It's like the biggest tip we can give you. 
food. <laughs> Find food. <laughs> and lots of it. That's what it's all about. Uh, so yeah, we, um, after Dan, you know, passed away, myself and Dave and Bowbender built like this, uh, commune underground. We were immediately like, you do this, you do that, you do this. And we were just completely working as a team and it was so much fun. I got so little sleep that night. <clears throat> but then, uh, eventually Bo kicked the bucket. Then Dave kicked the bucket. And in my story, I said that Arjun died, but he didn't. But <laughs> he was one of the living. This reminds me of that story, Flowers in the Attic. Just hearing this tale of how you're all living underground and then one of you slowly died off at a time. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. Only one of you was left. We had a massive, we have a massive food store on that server. When we, yeah. when the week finished out, a ton. With Dave, Dave was our farmer. I always picture Dave with the straw hat and the, <laughs> the whole one went in his hands Dude, with I a piece of straw the house. I can imagine Molly's not farming in a rocking chair with a shotgun. See, I was the rancher. I was like the Indiana Jones. I was the one that was going out, exploring, bringing back food and stuff like that and meat. And I had all the cows and chickens and everything stored away. And I was taking care of them. And that was kind of my job. So I was the one with the uh, wide, with the, you know, the cowboy hat on, the cowboy boots, going outside with my with my whip and my gun. And then I always pictured Bo because he was a miner coming out of the mines all, you know, black from the mines with a, a hard hat on and a light. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a weird head. Anyway, it was a blast. And and people on the server absolutely loved it. I know a lot of the people who died have been making their own one-player versions of uh, Hardcore and been practicing all week so they don't die so fast this next week. <laughs> what? It might be an idea to look into actually putting up a server with the hardcore rule set where people can actually respawn and play more than once a week. Because they seem to enjoy having that extra challenge of things that can kill them. Can't do that, unfortunately. I mean, you can do a server that has like a difficulty of three, but the, it has the normal rules that still apply to it. With a hardcore, it's, an, it, it's built in to automatically kick and ban people. Um, I'd have to go through and like literally manually go through, completely delete the character log for that person, go through, delete the ban list, restart the server, and then they can come back on. That's a lot of work just to get somebody back in. But I think this week, now that people understand what's happening, it should help. Yeah, and we like to ask when we do the hardcore servers that no one builds on the spawn. It's recommended you build away from the spawn, please. Yeah. I know I felt so bad watching people come on. Like, people would just join in, and I'd tell them, hey, you got to find me. Here's where I'm at. And people would just go looking for me. And we ha- I had, like, two or three people that I tried to get to before they starved, and I just couldn't get to them. We were telling people to come to our commune, giving them directions. And literally one person got right to our doorstep and got blown up by a creeper. Oh, my gosh. That right would suck so bad. He was like two steps away from bad. salvation before he got killed. Oh. We were sitting there Man. going, that just happened? I had food in my hand at the door. <laughs> sitting there like my, my mouth wide open, my eyes huge. Is this crater right in front of me with what used to be a player. And then I That's took his cool. stuff and went back inside and, and cried about it for a little bit and then went about my business. I eventually got fed up with it. I went and I started exploring and I like went all the way to the south of the, the uh, starting area, like all the way to different er- to different areas. Like if you were to get lost right when you start, 
you'd come across these little shacks that I built that were had a, a bed in it, had a you know a safe place for you to stay from from monsters, and it was also had uh, food growing outside of it. Um, the the coolest Cole Eleven in the chat room said, "Could you build a safe zone that we do not automatically die?" Nope, that negates the whole point of our hardcore server. It's the challenge. Things are meant to be hard, like the fact that zombies will break down your wooden door and then break you down. Yeah, might as well not even have wooden doors on those servers. No, <laughs> no point in a wooden door. I always support, you know, not having a door, just putting a couple of dirt blocks in place. You would, Fred. You would. <laughs> but honestly, though, that actually makes sense on the uh, hardcore server. Oh, by the way, my biggest tip is make yourself a clock as soon as you can. Knowing yeah. the day and night cycle is crucial. That clock helped immensely. I went out exploring on, like, the third day of the hardcore server, which was the actual in-game day. And I found a uh, a pyramid out in the desert. I got to experience my first 1.3 mini dungeon that automatically spawn in zones. They, they spawn in the desert and they spawn in the jungle. And I found it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. I went inside of it and was exploring. That's why I really felt like Indiana Jones at that point. And there was this um, like image on the ground of an eye. So it was like a kind of like a, an oval of orange wool built into the sandstone with a blue like iris. So I was just gathering wool, and I, I hit that blue one, and I fell through the floor into a, a, a shaft. At the bottom of that was four chests in a tiny little room and a pressure plate in the very center. I went and got the chests. I got eight gold, uh, four diamond, two emerald, and like ten iron, and a couple of bread. And I was trying to find my way out. I accidentally hit that pressure plate, heard the sss, <laughs> I panicked. I panicked like a little kid. You should have heard me on vent. I was screaming. <laughs> I gotta get out of here! And then boom! And there was my way out. Yeah, I know. I had, a heart, there. <laughs> I had a heart and a half left. And survived it. And then found my way back and panted and nearly passed out. And Anyway, it was good times. So we did the hardcore. We're going to be doing it every week. Um... We tried to decide all week about what kind of, how we want to really do the hardcore server. Eventually, we're going to actually start implementing a hardcore challenge, something that, like a challenge to finish at, at the week. But right now, we're keeping it a straight hardcore, so people get used to the idea of being on a hardcore server. A lot of people, about maybe two-thirds of the 37, died within their first one to two hours on the server. So it's a good way just to keep practicing it for a little bit before we implement some kind of like hardcore challenge. But right now, it's a straight hardcore, and we're going to reset the server every Sunday night, and it will come up as soon as I'm done editing the show. Not as soon as this show's over. I'm being selfish here. I want to be one of the first people in that server. So I'm putting it up as soon as I'm done editing, which will be about an hour after the show is done. Anyway, so Sunday nights we'll have that, and... On the main server, myself and Bowbender and Arjun finished the Dungeon of the Ghosts. Yay! Congratulations, dude. I saw it was cool as hell. Thank you. That thing is so much fun. So much fun. I can finally Did ZZ talk about beat it. it yet? No, ZZ is having a nightmare with it. <laughs> <laughs> he beat Angel. See, how this dungeon works, this is a unique dungeon. There's a little story to it when you get to the Shrine of the Ghosts is where it's located. 
you have to go through this little cave just to find the entrance to the actual dungeon itself. When you get there, there's four entrances. One to Casper, one to Angel, Doug, and Reaper. We designed each one as four individual dungeons themed based on the ghosts. And when we built them, we put a, um, a difficulty rating as a goal difficulty rating for each one. So each dungeon has a different difficulty rating. And it's, I think it's quite obvious how the difficulty rating kind of ranges, like easiest being Angel, and then going all the way up to Reaper being the most difficult. I'm going to go ahead and say this. We designed Angel to be a 4.5 to a 5. When we finished, it was easily a 5. Um, Reaper, we wanted to be about an 8. He finished at about an 8.5 to a 9. He's that That one is just a little bit easier than City of the Damned. And then, of course, we got Doug and, and Casper in between. Casper, though, people have been hating it because of the challenge of it, but they love the look of it. It's all a mental challenge. That's all Casper is. And no one's made it to room five in Casper yet. So each one of these little mini dungeons is five rooms, which equals a total of 20 rooms to beat the ghost dungeon, which is seven more than any other dungeon on the server. And each one was painstakingly designed and put together by myself, Bo, and Arjun. That's why a team of three people on creative mode took two weeks to finish it. And I hope everybody enjoys it. Hey, Dave, you, you saw the Lego room, right? Uh, no. You haven't seen the Lego room? Which one's that in? It's in Casper. It's uh, Casper's room, too. Mm-mm, I didn't go through Casper. The Lego room, me and Arjun were giggling the entire time we were building it because we were, like, <laughs> we were loving it. I hate the Lego room. Hate it. Yeah, once you figure out the, the what the challenge of it is, it's easy. But figuring it out is the hard part. And then we got, like, um, Doug's rooms are very, very mentally challenging. Angel's very easy, more but, but more of a physical challenge. And Reaper's more of a physical, but on the very hard scale. It's actually almost all physical, but very, very hard. <clears throat> Except for Room 3 of Reaper, which we aptly named a whole bunch of different symbols. <laughs> it will drive know, you insane. I know I went through the Angel one while y'all were building and fell out of the world at one point. Yeah, we built the main room, the entrance, four levels above Bedrock for that reason. To oh, cut down on lag. Thanks. Yeah. We did to cut <laughs> down on lag. Instead of putting lava everywhere to kill people, we just took out the floor and let it be open to the void so people just fall through the void without having to deal with lag issues all the time. I like that. Instead of having people just burn up like normal, they just fall to their demise. Yeah, it's fun. And your heart sinks as you keep falling and falling until you die. <laughs> <laughs> Should really mess with them and go down there and put like a pool of water so they land in that and they don't actually die. They just linger under the world. Ever <laughs> doomed. I would just like to say, first to beat Angel. Yeah, that I'm was here. the biggest surprise of the server. Dan was the first to beat one of the room, one of the the series, one of the mini dungeons. He beat Angel oh. first. I got that call from Joe the other day. He's like, you'll you'll never guess. Who beat the first angel dun- or the first dungeon? And I started guessing. I was like, "Oh, it must have been Zizi." No, it wasn't Zizi. Was it Sir Tobin? Really? No, it wasn't. Wasn't even Sir Tobin. 
I was like, you've got to be kidding. It was Dan. He goes, yeah, it was Dan. <laughs> Dave's like, what? I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that one must have just been a narrow hallway where you just go flip a lever, huh? <laughs> it was, it's actually very hard. Actually, it's very easy. Uh, Sir so. Tobin or somebody was screaming, how do I get to the third room of Angel? I, I just walk right on through, right past him, go in. He's like, oh, that's how. Yeah, yeah. So we were actually cheering for Daniel as we were spectating him, me and Arjun and Bo. Like, no, don't turn that way. And he would die. Go back in there, do it again, die. Finally, he beat the last room and got in there. And, and a little word of advice, people. The entire area is fully protected. So the wall where you have to put your name is protected to where you can't break it down. unless The sign down unless you're an admin. Uh, just let us know if you beat that while you're in the room. And we will be glad to put your name up there. If we can't prove you beat it, we're not putting your name anywhere. Sorry. Bo is working diligently to try to fix that problem. And by the way, Sir Tobin was second by like literally five minutes to beat Angel. <clears throat> no one's beaten Casper. Right now the record for Casper is room four. Um, no one's beaten Doug. I believe Doug is room three was the maximum so far. No, I think ZZ might have made it to four. Uh, and the record for Reaper is room three. It's easy again. Naturally. So, uh. Yeah, but Dan beat ZZ. Well, wow. ZZ wasn't on that night, that's why. <laughs> so, I guess the, the big question that I know me as well as all of our listeners are asking are So, Dan, now that you've become the dungeon master, when are you going to be completing the other pieces of the dungeon? I was working on Casper, but uh, I decided to take a little break. I'm going to get back to it, though. I am. I've gone to room two of Casper, and that's about it. The evil Lego room, as everybody's calling it. <laughs> Apparently that Lego room is awesome. Yeah, it's a it's, challenge. It's horrible. I'm surprised people got horrible. through the baseball one. Some of them got through it... A couple people got through it pretty easily. Others sent there for, like, I watched 45 minutes just sitting there scratching their head, like, what do I do? <laughs> uh, apparently the the next one that's in that list is uh, Casper wants to climb trees. And there happens to be a little bit of a spider problem in those trees. That one is quite the mental challenge. <laughs> and the last room no one's seen, and I can't wait for someone to see Casper Room 5 because it is... <laughs> it's it's going to drive people nuts. Also, I the the hardest room I've ever designed is Reaper's room five. Just let people know. Just oh, like, I think I know which one you're talking about. Man, that one is crazy. Uh, I think I was there when you're when you were working on that you one. You might have been. Uh, you, you I I, re I remember you showed me. Sorry, go on ahead. No, go ahead, Dan. Uh, I remember. One room that Joe showed me that I never want to try. I believe it was in uh, Doug's. Oh, the prison. No, not the prison. Uh, the sandstone maze. Oh, yeah. Never. Ever. Ever. We have a it. room two Ever. of Doug. is called Conf Are You Confused Yet? And I designed it to be insanely confusing. It's made out of completely out of stairs. Sandstone stairs. 
Oh and it's God. a giant maze. Oh, my God. And it twists and turns every which way. There is a skeleton spawner in there. The way out is insanely confusing. So then we have the next room, the prison, which will drive people crazy, too. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, there We do are... say we do. We are aware, or I am aware of the survival server issues at the moment. It has been randomly crashing and turning off. Uh, normally when I'm at work and can't get back in time, to, or can't get back until a few hours later, so if it is down, just uh, Twitter me, let me know. I'll get to it as soon as I can. It might take a few hours, depending on where I'm at, what I'm doing. But as soon as I get am, am able to, I will get the server restarted. Uh, anything else? All right, uh, Fred, what was your week like, man? Well, my week has been mostly spent playing in the single-player mode because I'm planning for our next community event, which I was actually going to do this Wednesday, but we have a staff meeting, so the next community event is going to be next Wednesday after this one coming. So we're going to do something Wednesday evening. That would be the the 22nd is going to be our next community event. Watch the forums. I'll post a time when we're a little bit closer, and I'll announce it on next week's episode. Nice. Can't wait to do it, man. The last one was so much fun. All right. Anything else, buddy? I mean, we haven't really seen you on Minecraft much lately. I know you've been pretty busy at work lately, too. Uh, well, work's been killer, and then I've been trying to do the voiceovers for the Skyrim mod, so oh, my man. Minecraft time has been pretty limited. Understandable. I, I've actually gotten extensive play in the Pocket Edition. Um, actually, I think I'm getting close to the point where I've accomplished more in the Pocket Edition than I have on the PC Edition, where I have almost a fully functional town inside my Pocket Edition now. And they keep rolling out the updates for that, so... That's getting pretty good, and I think pretty soon you're going to be able to do almost everything you can on the PC edition in there. Yeah, and well, they are improving I, a lot. Yeah, at some point I think I'm going to take some screenshots with my phone and actually post some of the pictures of the stuff I built, since I really can't show anybody that stuff any other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's about all I've done this week. Dave, let's hear it, man. I died. Can I tell the story about it? Yeah, tell the story. Okay. There once was a farmer named Dave. And he started out making a bunch of uh, gluten-free... <laughs> uh, what, 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 what was it? This, the, the hay. Not hay. Wheat. Wheat? Wheat. Gluten-free wheat. Thank you. Gluten-free wheat. So, because I have homies who, who are gluten intolerant. So I had to make call, say that they're gluten-free wheat, wheat so I could play over at his house... And he not get mad at me. Anyway, um, I, I I made a huge line of wheat, just flowing wheat everywhere, and the place was it was crazy. We had so much food. I eventually could just like have a full stack of bread in my inventory and just go walking around for days. I eventually was walking through a desert and heard a um a spider in the middle of a desert. I was like, "There's that's crazy. There's got to be something there. So I start digging down through the desert, and I hit a spider spawner. I run out of the spider spawner area, and right next to it is a underground, uh, like, keep. And there's totally a chest right there. I open it up, and there's, like, two discs of music, 
two saddles and three pumpkin seeds. Nice. Not pumpkin seeds, melon seeds. Oh, you did find melons. Yes. So I went on and I, I, stronghold, thank you. People in the chat are yelling stronghold. So I, I come back with the melon seeds and I totally start making a ton of melons. So on the server before I died, we had a bunch of, a bunch of, uh, melons just ready for people to pick, which made me sad because then I was all like, okay, now that we have all this food, I'm going to go start farming pumpkins. I need to find a pumpkin to be able to, uh, to be able to start making, uh, iron golems. Cause isn't that how you make them? You put the, the, the iron and then a pumpkin on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to have us protected by iron golems cause they're awesome. Well, I go back out to the desert because I figure, Hey, you know, that's the place to go for a, a, finding a stronghold or finding, you know, crazy stuff. Cause by the way, across the desert is a NPC town. So I, I took an emerald with me. Which was which was really good, you know, that I had all of this stuff with me. I had a full stack of desert. I was like, why is the desert glowing? So I walked towards this glow and I looked down and I'm like, oh wow, there's a pit of lava in the desert. About that time is when I figure out that I'm standing on loose sand that has fallen into the the lava. Oh, I was talking about bad luck. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. That's horrible. So, I was doing amazing, and I got killed by a server awkwardnessness. <laughs> server awkwardnessness. You, you shouldn't be able to have lava spawn under loose sand, and the loose sand still float on top of the lava. Alright. Yeah, you were saying, Dave? Other than the hardcore mode this week, which I put a lot of time into, um, the only times I ever even had to hop into the main server was to handle a griefer. And, you know, it's getting to the point where I'm almost about ready to look up the code for how to ban people for just a few days at a time. Because... People clearly don't get it that, you know, the admins are ready and willing to use the powers that we have to keep the server at peace. We had a, we had a griefer who apparently was hand given his account and was going on with a flight mod and an x-ray mod going through breaking through people's houses, like breaking right next to the door, walking into their houses, finding their stash and checking if it was unlocked or not retarded absolutely retarded well you know it, it's i get that some people may not read the server rules but i feel that you know i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm gonna have to find the code because we're getting to the point where people on the server there it's obvious who's on the server to be part of the server and people who just hop in with absolutely no clue about the server rules and you know i i get that there are times when you can stop someone and say, hey, dude, stop what you're doing. It's breaking the rules. Go check out our rules and come back. This one was one of those cases where the guy was just destroying everything in his path, and there was no coming back from that. And, you know, I, I, I feel bad about having to ban someone who 
clearly must the only the only rational explanation I can have is that they just didn't know the server rules at all. You know, in most cases, almost every case, we'll tell them to go to the forums. And if you want to give your the IP out to your friends, don't give them the IP. Give them our our website address, minecraftofftherecord.com. Have them go to the server and read the rules and get the IP for themselves. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. You know, that I think we need to include that as one of the strikes against somebody is if you hand out the IP even to a friend. If if a friend comes on the server and you hand it out the IP, you, you that's a strike. That needs to be a strike because you're not helping them by letting them come in without reading the server rules first. It's actually causing problems on the server. And it makes you look bad because once we find out they're your friend and they got banned from being idiots, we're watching you. We actually had, uh, I think very, very early in the week, if not last week, we had an issue where we had one guy who just that there it's a little group that we had going on or they had going on and the whole group was inviting people but just by handing out the IP not reading the server rules at all well they hop into the server and just go wild and they have this whole group and pretty much the entire group i think except for two out of the probably seven people in their group are still on the server and not banned because of what was happening. And, you know, I, I feel bad as an admin not being able to express to these people before they go off the handle and start causing such havoc and destruction that they have that I have no other choice but to ban them. Hopefully yeah. that came through right. It may have made yeah. me sound like and it's not good when we get people on the server that have no idea who Joe is or no idea who you are and never heard of our podcast. And, you know, just like they came creeping in from the corners of the Internet just to cause problems. Yeah, that's happened. It happens a lot. And, you know, we are there as admins. We are there to play the game. <laughs> really? Yeah, we have the admin powers, but... I'm not there just to be an admin. I'd like to be able to play Minecraft when I log in. The last three times I've logged in, I've not been able to even play. I've just had to deal with stuff on the main server. That's probably why I'm enjoying the hardcore server the most, because I can just play the game. I know your feeling. I, I log in. I can't log in to the regular server without being pounded by 30 to 40 tells. And then at least another 30 or 40 people saying, widget, 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 nonstop in chat until I answer. It's ridiculous. I'm going to be well, there for a while. I actually, I, I refuse to answer people who just say my name in chat. If they're not willing to actually say anything useful, I'm not willing to reply. You also don't reply if they misspell your name. Right. <laughs> just come at me one at a time. Give me some time to get accustomed to the server when I first log in before you pound me with stuff. And most of the time, it's ridiculous. It's nothing that really needs my attention. Um, people were freaking out because I'm no longer doing world por world portals for people who find distant lands anymore because we are doing that in a controlled manner now from the servers. We are creating sub-telespheres in distant lands to open up new areas in a controlled manner that we can control the lag on the server. So no more player... No more TPs made for players, period. Um, we have a new one out called, that we built, that was called the, uh, 
at World's End, or World's End, which is a sphere that's literally 10,000 meters from the literal end of the world. And when it's cause, because it's so clo- close to the end of the server, I think the coordinates are like minus 299 million. It was crazy. It's minus 299 million by minus 2.9 million. <laughs> it's, it's something like that. It's way out there. It's 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 sick how far away it is. And um, if you go to the end of the world, you just drop off into nothingness. It looks like a flat land that has no no leaves, no nothing. It's just grassland. And when you take a step into it, you're done. You just fall right through. That's crazy. But it also causes these weird bugs to happen because we're that close to the end of the world. Like torches, the flame will actually be one to two blocks away from the actual torch. Hovering. It, it looks cool. I have a... I have a little cave over there, and I place down a torch. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Probably just, it'll probably fix itself once I disconnect and log back in. Nope, it didn't. Yeah, fences don't really work either there, but that's the only two problems we found. Other than that, you can walk right through a fence out there. Um, I created another one called Middlelands, which is about just over... 10,000 10, meters away from the main telesphere. That's a really cool area. All these new areas are all... You can get to them from the telesphere, and they're all 1.3. And the land out there in at World's End is the prettiest land I've seen in Minecraft, if you want to call it that. Oh, definitely. Just the, the crazy way that that land is put together. There, it, it's It looks like something out of a storybook. The bio- Much like, uh, you know... A very good book that that we should probably mention a uh, this book called Continue by Joe Widget Joe Junior Wilson. Yeah, I heard it was a decent book. Yeah, I hear it's an amazing book, and they have a Kickstarter right now. If you go to Kickstarter.com and search Continue, C O N T I N I A, really good good dude deserves all the help he can get getting this started. Appreciate that, Dave. Yeah, and there's oh, also a link to that on our questgamingcommunity.com forums under the general tab. There's a link right to that Kickstarter. You like how how we just worked that in there? I loved it. <laughs> you owe us ten dollars now, by the way, Joe. Oh, right. Gotcha. <laughs> Dan, how was your week? Uh, my week was actually pretty eventful. I I had a a lot of fun playing on the hardcore server. Of course, I died play. pretty soon. But I, I died in the most heroic way I could, I could imagine. Starving to death. No, I, hey, I, <clears> saved, <throat> I saved another player from <laughs> starvation. Yeah, uh, did. At my own expense. You're welcome, Dave. Thank you, buddy. But other than that... Uh, I did a lot of potion brewings on the uh, survive on the survival server. It it was so much fun. I'd go out there with a with a full hot bar full of and full of potions, and I'd go and do air quotes here demonstrations of my potions. Oh, it's so much fun! But uh, I've got I've got light kid. And I forget the other guy's name, but they're helping me out by going into the nether and getting blaze rods and 
gas tears and nether wart and all this other stuff to help me out with my potion brewing. I'm trying to sell them, but nobody really wants to buy them for five gold each. That's a bit steep. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lower my prices. By the way, uh, Dave, I did install a new mod on our server that's for admin use only. It's an really? anti-X-ray mod. <gasps> and it fully prevents the uh, the mod for X-ray, and it messes up the texture pack for X-ray. Cool. I have both of those installed, and we have to test it out and see exactly how it messes it up. Do it. It's pretty interesting how it does it, because you'll, you'll figure out who's using X-ray, because they'll start complaining about it. In a certain nice. Way. Yeah, I, I've already, I'm already watching two people because they complain about it in a certain way that indicates they have it. That's like at one point, uh, World of Warcraft did an update where it messed up that nude skin mod that they had. So huh. people were in general chat complaining about female characters looking green, and people were like, "You pervert, uninstall that." <laughs> they had no idea what they did to change that. All right, That's epic. Dan, you have a tip of the week. Yes, I do. Now, this kind of ties in with the hard with the hardcore server. So, if you guys are making animal pens, uh, always, always make sure that there's plenty of room, that you have some grass at the bottom, and that there is no roof, because the animals need sunlight, they need grass, and they need a lot of space to live. I remember when I was first starting out to breed animals, I would make a room out of uh I would make a room out of cobblestone and cover it with a make a little tiny room, cover it with cobblestone and it would it was horrible. Uh it looked like something you would expect to find at the back of some uh restaurant that was being looked in by the animal protection agency or something it was horrible uh but my animals did die pretty quickly so once again make sure that you have a big open space there there is a or at least use a glass roof for the top and make sure you have grass on the bottom and they'll be perfectly fine all right we're going to move on to the zombie's mouth Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth. And here we are, from the zombie's mouth, your news and rumors. Bug fixes for Minecraft Xbox 360 edition rolls out 1.7.3. Fred, tell us about this. Well, they fixed a number of things. For instance, they fixed a crash with pistons at the edge of the world. Fixed a crash due to a thread safety issue usually caused by pistons fix for issue with operating pistons on chunk boundaries fix for rendering flicker with active pistons so they had a lot of piston issues it looks like fix for rendering slowdown due to lighting issues fix for rain going through blocks raining indoors that's interesting that happens in some people's houses in real life fix <laughs> for marketplace not launching when unlocking skin pack after selecting a lock skin in the trial version of the skin pack. 
It's for bug allowing locked skins to be selected if they are besides a free skin. Fixed for misaligned player scores when viewed under the My Score leaderboard filter. Fixed for the constant button press sounds when rotating a character in the skin select screen. Fixed for the constant sound effect played on the signed text entry. Fixed for thunder not being audible. And fixed for third person front view not displaying fire. Dan, you have got to turn off your Skype sounds, I swear. Um, when we take a break, that's what you're doing, okay? <laughs> Alright, so number two, we have a snapshot ready for testing. They have another snapshot from regular Minecraft. Or should I say the PC edition? And here it is. Villagers will now react positively on new trades and, ne and negatively if you hurt them. Oh, that makes sense. Villagers will not remove trades, but trading something else may be required to renew the old ones. Zombies and skeletons have new equipment, depending on difficulty. I like that about what they did with the zombies and skeletons, that they dropped something different. Like, I had an iron iron block drop off of one, an iron ignit off of a zombie. I've had an enchanted golden sword drop off of a pigman. It's cool stuff. There's a new kind of zombie that <gasps> I'm interested in. That is interesting. Can I go into further detail about this? You Do know I have about permission? It? If you know if, if if you know it as a fact and not as a rumor or hearsay, then yes. I do. I went before the show started, I went on to the Minecraft wiki and I read up about this because it piqued my interest. Now, uh they have villager zombies. <laughs> it's it looks what? just it's just like it looks just like a villager but with the zombie skin. And what these do is during a uh zombie invasion with the villagers these zombies will come out and attack the villagers. The villager is killed by a villager zombie. A villager zombie spawns in that villager's place thus by infecting the villagers. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> villagers can be infected by villager zombies. And what? if it, <laughs> they can even infect the, uh, the small, the, the small baby villagers. And those villagers. Baby villager, villager zombies? Yeah, those are. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they're extremely fast. Extremely fast. And, uh, what? <laughs> and they're yeah, pet it smaller than all the others. <laughs> Eat your face Baby off. villager <laughs> zombies! Oh my god! This is like the Rackle Plague hits Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome! But that is all I know, guys. That's all I know. And last on the note is a surprise block. This block is still work in progress, but we'll get a crafting recipe later on. Dun dun dun. I love it when dun, they add new dun. stuff. They need to add more new stuff. Yeah, they do. Alright, Pocket Edition version 0.3.3 is now live. Um, they're making it more like the actual game itself, Fred, right? Yeah, they are. They're going leaps and bounds with every update with this one. Closing the gap. Nice. They added more mobs. They added a whole bunch of different things that will actually uh, close that gap between Pocket Edition and actual Minecraft. Um, they're adding all the items that should be there in the first place. So that's awesome. When they get it up to par, I'm definitely going to buy it. But right now, it's just... I don't know. Not for me. Anything else you want to say on it, Fred, before we move on? 
Well, the biggest thing that they did was now that mobs can drop items. Oh, sweet. That's something. Yeah. And you can actually use a bow and arrow. Alrighty. We're going to go ahead and move on to the creeper corner. Huh? Who's there? Show yourself. Huh? Oh, well. And here we are in the Creeper Corner, your mods, texture packs, and maps for the game. Dan, what do you have for us today, sir? Okay, for our mod, I have the car mod. This adds tons of car parts that you can craft individually, then put them together to make a drivable car. And <laughs> this thing looks so funny. Uh, it's it's like a it's like you would imagine a uh, soapbox car, except it doesn't have round wheels. It has square wheels, and it's it's funny. Uh, I want to try it out, but I've seen some videos on this, and it's pretty cool. You add coal into the engine, and it will drive you all over the terrain. And it does eventually wear out after you go over too much rough, uh, too many hills and stuff, and it will explode. <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty cool. You think with being square wheels, be boom, 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 tell no, you the speed, it, and it'd be fine. <laughs> it drives pretty smoothly. You know, my favorite mod I've ever seen is we're going to talk about in the real pixel a genius. But they have to make it. They have to make it for bucket. But anyway, that seems like an interesting mod. What about texture packs? You got one that's actually not 16? Yes, I have Oso's texture pack, which is 32 by 32. You guys ready to make fun of him? No, no, you're forgetting, <laughs> Joe. It not only was a 16, but it was like photorealistic or something as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, this one's labeled, he has it in the notes. 32 by 32, not 16 by 16. Another HD texture pack. 32 by 32, you can't get HD, you can't. Well, that's what they were saying it is. They said it's the an HD texture pack any that HD, needs... Actual HD is 64 by 64 on the minimum scale. No, Joe, well, I think you're thinking of HD as being high definition. This is horrible definition. Yeah, well, no, okay, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Whatever. So it, it is HD. When I, when I went to Planet Minecraft, it... Uh, it said, th "Warning: This HD texture pack needs the mine needs the Minecraft patcher in order to have all the elements incorporated." That's what it said. Alrighty then, we'll eventually get Dan to actually do some real texture packs, like 64 by 64 or 128, 128. Um, but eventually, we'll get there. <laughs> We're just going to get all the horrible definition ones out of the way first. Yeah, so all you people who are running Windows 98 can run your new texture packs, thanks to Dan. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody has made those for 1.3 yet. I'm looking. I looked really, really hard, but I couldn't find one. Well, all Dan's texture packs are backwards compatible with Windows 3.1. 
Very good. Let's go ahead and move on to Real, real Pixelated Genius, guys. Real Pixelated Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Animal Overpopulator. Mr. Animal Overpopulator. The owner of the server just gave you admin powers, and now we are flooded with sheep. Misuse of power. Why in God's name do I have over 640 eggs in my inventory? Cluck, cluck. Chickens to the left of me, and to the right. You are a foul man. At least it's not pigs. And here we are in the Real Pixelated Genius, your weekly build-off and YouTube videos of the week. And yes, this week, this last two-week build-off has ended. And it was the diorama, story diorama build-off, done in creative mode. There were three points we were looking for. One, it had to show a good story. Two, it had to be a proper diorama, which means that box with the scene inside the box de de depicting that portion of the story. It had to be a minimum of four and a maximum of eight. There were a lot of builds that we had to disqualify because they didn't follow that criteria. So if you didn't go and uh, look up dioramas online and see exactly how they were played out, you messed up. But we did have some outstanding builds this week and some that were really, really bad. <laughs> some that made the judges go, oh dear lord. Um, yeah, Dan did build something, didn't he? He was yeah, a he part did. of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, his was really good, honestly. It didn't place because of a reason, and we'll get in that in a minute. But he also did not judge. Unfortunately, Fred got tied up at work and could not judge this week as well. Um, it was myself, Dave, Bowbender, and our guest judge, Joseph Bradford. He's also he's right. known on the server as LOTR Lore. And mostly frequents the, uh, the, the creative server. So he was on there, and he helped us judge this, and it was a pain in the neck to determine second and third place. Literally, it took us an hour and a half of arguing to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, it was crazy, but it came down to nit... We got nitpicky on this. It came down to, did they follow the specifications exactly, or did they not? Because there were some really, really awesome builds that did not follow specifications, thus did not place. However, for our honor mention, our first honor mention, we had two of them because there were so many builds. Technically, Dave wanted to do four honor mentions, but we didn't do that. <laughs> I, I sent you four. Oh, I, I would have went with decide. it too. Um, our honor mention number two went to Phoenix Seven Three Five One and Last Key. Their build was extremely clever. It was a story about zombie invasion. Um, however, it was not a true diorama all the way through. It had five rooms that were, and quickly went into nothing but an actual walkthrough story. Not a true diorama. So they did not place higher. If it would have been a true diorama and they depicted it properly, it would have placed in the top three without a shadow of doubt. Probably second or first place. So they did outstanding. It is on the video. You guys need to check it out. Our next honor mention went to Foul Dragon. Uh, his build, the redstone work, was phenomenal. I love the interaction of it. However, the story was kind of boring. Hate to say it, buddy, but it was. <laughs> but the way you depicted it was very entertaining. 
um, with the push button. The redstone work was amazing. The redstone, yeah, work was phenomenal. I was very, very impressed with it. So congratulations on your guys' honor mentions. And our third place. Who was it, Dave? Third place goes to The Evolution of QGN by Brennar. And one thing I can say about this build is he got his facts right, which is probably the biggest reason why he placed. It blew me away. Now, we never said it had to be a fiction or nonfiction story. And he basically depicted the... the, uh, story of this network from start to finish and got it exactly right. Um, now, it, we almost didn't place him because we felt like it was kind of a cop-out trying to play, you know, do a QGN thing. But he did it so well that we couldn't ignore it. And the fact that he got our original logo for the network on there, he got... Um, he had each scene depicted the show by one thing or another, and to one thing that Dave was like constantly oogling over and wanted to steal it. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Bronar, he wants you to build it on the server, was a statue of him. The Tyrael statue, yeah. That depicted the uh, the start of um, Diablo. Diablo off the record. And it was really that impressive was so cool. seeing his um, the final one was Planetside off the record. He did the planet with the uh, fire around it. Mm-hmm. No, he did a fantastic job. Um, it would have placed higher, but he didn't have the proper backboard to it. It was just open squares, but it wasn't in, in, in diorama form, and it did depict the story very well, and it was very, very accurate. Uh, second place went to Three Brothers by Commander Vimes and Sir Tobin. Another kind of a cop-out one, but not really. It was hilarious. It was so well done, and we missed something, Dave. Dave told me. Dan told me about it later. The hammer, the band hammer, he had rest on work that made the hammer move up and down. You're kidding! No, we missed it. Oh, that's epic! The He basically had the story of three little brothers, myself, Dan, and Fred. Who's, it was basically a knockoff of Three Little Pigs done in Minecraft OTR style. Um, Dan built his house out of uh, straw and he, out of uh, sugar cane. And the band hit the Dan, Dave the band and his epic band hammer crushed him. Then it went to Fred's her, house of dirt. Oh, how did I know that was what my house was going to be <laughs> built out of? The inside of the house was hilarious. Your bed was made out of dirt. Your crafting table was a dirt block. It was so <laughs> clever. I and, loved it. That one had to survive, right? Nothing could crush the dirt house. No, and it got, it got wiped out. Uh, mine was made out of stone with a little hidden surprise in it of TNT lacing the entire inside and a basement for <laughs> myself, Fred, and Boone. I stored you guys underneath the house in the basement with, with it had like chests of like food here, supplies here, and he called it Joe's Hobbit Hole. And the next scene shows the house blowing up as Dave and his banhammer try to strike it and wind up killing the evil giant of Dave. It was hilarious. Extremely well depicted. It was exactly in proper form. It was it was six different scenes, six dioramas. Congratulations, Commander Vimes and Sir Tobin. You guys did fantastic. Uh, and first place, Dave. First place. Y'all ready for this? Come on, give me a drum roll. Alright, you ready? Ow, ow. Okay. Ready. Mr. Sandman, a true story by Soluman. This one blew me away even after I was done going through it. 
Yes. This one was perfect. The story was phenomenal. It was creepy. It, it engaged you. Each scene surprised you. It was fantastic. And it was huge. I, I have to say that, you know, even the smallest detail, like where it was, uh, he, he made a path to lead you to his story. At the end of the path, he made another one of the Sandmen standing at the end of it to point you in the direction. Yes. We didn't even notice it until, like, after we were walking out of the place, and it just, even that blew me away. So, big hats off to you, Mr. Sandman. The last room was a really cool surprise. I loved it. But my favorite part of that build is, it was all about this, this, this story about a kid being haunted by what he called the Mr. Sandman, which was actually an Enderman. And right. how it haunted his room and all that kind of thing. And the very last one, not the very last one, but the second to last one, where the kid wakes up and looks up and there's the uh, Sandman hovering above his bed, staring at him. Oh, that that was, scene that... was creepy. I loved it. <laughs> it was amazing. Solomon, that was fantastic. And then when you fall in the final room and see the face of the Sandman as you're falling, phenomenal. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. There was That was the only one that there was no doubt about you placing. You got first place with a solid four out of four votes. So congratulations to everybody. And Dan's build with um, Fruple was very well built. It was the story of Continue, another cop-out, but a good cop-out. <laughs> cop-out. They actually, they actually got a, boat, a vote for third place from um, uh, Joe Bradford, who's actually a, a big fan of the book. <laughs> but we both complained about the last room. It was supposed to be the uh, the tomb in the book, and it was completely wrong. But they didn't really have the story there. All they did was set up a scene. That was it. In a book form. We wanted to see signs, you know, kind of take you step by step through the story. It wasn't there. We did have signs, but uh, without consulting me first, Fruitball tore it down. And decided to go with the book idea. So, I know you guys are in a place, but it was still a great build. There was a lot of really good builds. I, I think the um, one with uh, the Titanic was extremely well built. The story was not there, but it was well built. Um, there were a lot of them that were pretty clever. There was one that was so bad it was good. Remember that oh, one, Oh, the Dave? little uh, dirt? Yeah, baby that dirt. Was, it was horrible. Gosh, that one was horrible, but it was good because it was horrible. Yeah, it was, that was the best part of it was how bad it was. And there were some like the Jack and Jill one that were groan-worthy. Yeah. But other than that, there were a lot of impressive, impressive builds. All right, guys. Um, our next week's, this week's build-off is Epic Treehouse. It's in survival, one-man team only. This has to be in the trees, thus it's called a treehouse. It will be judged on the outside and inside appearance. So we want you to put as much effort in the outside as or the inside as you do as the outside. If we want to see the most awesome treehouse, make sure you clearly mark your treehouse and do not extend it in a wide range of trees, because that's gonna just cause cause trouble for everybody. The vast majority of this server is in the jungle, so it should be very easy to find wood. <laughs> Alright guys, that is your next build. It's the tree house. Okay? We want to see it in the trees. We want to see it a house with a good inside and outside of showing proper rooms. Living room, kitchen, bedrooms, the works. 
family room, game room, whatever you want to do in it. And it's solo. No teams. Alrighty. Any questions about that, guys? Nope. nope. And I believe, Fred, our um, our drawing is coming up pretty soon, isn't it? Yes, it is. This is week number nine, and we're going to be doing our drawing after week ten. So, af- actually, that's, uh, yeah, in two more episodes, guys, we're going to be doing the drawing for this, the first quarter drawing. And someone who has been winning these build-offs is going to get their name drawn, hi, George, <laughs> for a QGN prize package. So, keep building, guys. You have two more shots at getting your name in the bucket for the drawing. doesn't matter how many times you win. And keep in mind, depending on your place, determines how many times your name gets put in the pot. This week was a double because it went two weeks. Thus, both honor mentions got two entries. Third got four entries. Second got six. And first got eight. So, Solomon got eight entries into the hat this week, if I'm correct. Right, Fred? Means we have a couple people that are climbing up on Origins total there. <laughs> yeah. So the more, the better you put you place, the more you, chances you get at winning the prize package. The prize package includes a, t- a QGN T-shirt and will include other goodies. We're not going to tell you yet. So just keep that in mind. All right, for the videos this week, uh, really, okay, we did strike one off the list because it was just horrible. <laughs> it's called yeah, form this it way. Was, yeah. It was awful. I actually just struck that just now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. wanted to bring this video up because it's it's another one of our fans who did it. It's funny. You guys want to explain this one? Moving twenties? Go for it, Dave. Uh the number three? Yeah. Yeah. Uh this one's called QGN Server Ghosts Reaper. This one's by Moving20, and if you remember this guy, he's the guy that I regularly slay, and he actually caught me in the in the act of slaying him. And he, in fact, caught Reaper, one of our server ghosts, in the act, and caught it on tape with his very colorful commentary to go along with it. And I I I was laughing just listening to this, just the way he was going about dealing with a, a reaper attack i've never seen reaper a uh, reaper attack from that perspective and that was awesome <laughs> it was funny his reaction and it was what, what cracked me up is after reaper killed him he says something like reaper hasn't killed him yet or something like that or he survived reaper I was like really you survived i just watched you get blown up <laughs> <laughs> uh that was awesome Reaper's nasty. Reaper's mean, yeah. That was a ton of spiders, and the lightning was was awesome. Anyway, again, the creator was I'm So Sappy, a.k.a. if you just uh, search Moving Twin, you can find all his videos there. Uh, and our, our next video was from Durazik, D-U-R-A-Z-I-C. It was called, it's called Minecraft Weather and Tornadoes Mod. The most epic mod I have ever seen. You have to see this video. I found this video by accident, and after I saw it, I'm like, this has to be in the show. Yeah. Yeah, I I love this video. Uh, The first part is extremely boring as he's explaining tornado sirens and stuff, so I fast forwarded about halfway through the video, and you get to see this epic tornado just tearing up the landscape. And the cool thing 
the coolest thing I got from this mod is it doesn't touch player-created structures. Only natural-created structures. So trees and sand and stone all get uprooted. Even animals. And they're literally swirling around this giant tornado that's just traveling its path. And when the tornado finishes, all that debris it gathered just falls. And the blocks become normal blocks again, but on top of trees, on top of water. <laughs> so I, w- I want that for our server. Oh, I would love to see it as a bucket mod. That would be fantastic. Again, the creator was is D-U-R-A-Z-I-C. And the name of the video, Minecraft Weather and Tornadoes Mod. Check it out, if guys. We, if we did get this for the server, what I would do is be the storm chaser. I'd program Reaper to spawn it. <laughs> yeah, chase storms then. <laughs> hey, yeah, I wouldn't the, go within 50 feet of them. People don't chase the storms at that point. The storms chase you. In the video, they only show that one tornado, but could you imagine if Reaper got a hold of it and there's like five tornadoes going around all at once? Huh. I would probably the have server to limit him be able to how stay many. Up. I'd probably have to limit him like spawning it only once, and it'd be a rare spawn, not a constant thing. Because <laughs> that would just be insanity. Oh, imagine if you could program him to actually follow a player with the tornado. Someone's trying to run, and they just got the swirling tornado following right behind them. <laughs> oh, that'd be scarier than heck. Dan, let me in your house. There's a tornado coming. Get on my lawn, fool. <laughs> What's left of it after the tornado comes by? <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the block party. And here we are in the block party. Your emails, tweets, and everything else we couldn't fit in the other parts of the show. <laughs> and. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was good. <laughs> and true. It was true, too. It's exactly what we use the block party for. <laughs> Alright. Email number one comes in to us from Stephen T. And he says, Hello, everybody. I love the podcast. I think you guys are awesome, especially Dave. I didn't want to read that, Yay. but I had to read it. It was forced. <sighs> Alright, I was on the Minecraft website the other day and to buy Minecraft, I saw that they have a demo version. So instead of buying it, I played the demo and loved it. I'll be buying the game in the next few days and cannot wait to join you on the server. My username is V-E-A-E-C-O-R-D-I-A. Um, just let you know, man, that that demo version stinks compared to the full game. It's horrible. Yeah, if you love that, you're going to be blown away by the real game. Yeah, exactly. You're going to love the real game. Look forward to seeing you on the server, man. There's a ton to do. Uh, my recommendation to anyone new to the server is, yeah, see the sites in the beginning. Cause there's a lot to see. It's in, it's crazy. Make your way to the Telesphere. Know where that's at. That's your main hub of the server. And I would go to the offshoot lands like Middlelands or Shadowlands or uh, or the uh, World's End and build there. Cause that's where all the, the open space is currently. Anywhere near the spawn point you're not going to find any room to build because it's all all used. All the Sky Islands. I'm going to eventually be building more Sky Islands in a different area, but uh, as of right now, it's full. <laughs> and always, always look up our rules on MinecraftAuthorRecord.com first under the Servers tab. Alright, second email. Fred, 
second email comes in from Oliver, who writes, Hi guys, just an idea for the server. Maybe you could set up a village or even populate somewhere like the medieval city with villagers to allow players to trade with emeralds or make a villager spawn egg available at the shop so players can make their own village. Thanks for the awesome podcast and servers. Hmm. You know, I could probably do that. I could no. probably... Cause... No, 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 no. We are not going to do a spawn egg. No, not a spawn egg, but no, like, I could put the villagers in the medieval city, because no one really uses the medieval city. Oh, definitely. That's actually a great idea. That's a great idea, yeah. However, um, spawn eggs for villagers cannot happen, because that can cause a major exploit. So we are not going to allow that to happen. No spawn eggs for villagers. Admins, however, can create little towns if they so wish to. And putting it in Medieval City makes perfect sense. That that would work well. That would work very well. So that was an outstanding suggestion. Um, Oliver, thank you. Um, we just won't be doing it with spawn eggs. But everything else you suggested, right on the money, buddy. Alright, email number three, Dave. Email number three comes from... Sparta Cody 317 Hello TNT Joe, Dirk Fred, Dianforce, Dave, Cool Bowbender, Arjun, not Origin, and uh Dan. That, I'm sorry Dan, that's how he had it wrote in there. <laughs> it's like the I, know. Wrote it. I know. <laughs> you, you know, I included this email, but I cut out the one where the only thing it said was, Hi Widget, I'm your biggest fan. Aww. I hardly ever get to see those. <laughs> Yeah, that, it's in the trash the... box if you want to see it. I'll make oh, sure I dig through the trash. <laughs> Alright, uh, Cody says, I'm a newcomer to the QGN server. Apparently I was a late guy and I'm a little behind in some builds, etc. Not happy. However, I, w- I found a, a little island, which I settled, and called Golem Island. Basically, I made about eight people settle at my item, which I punished the slaves. <clears throat> I mean, citizens. I'm not joking. The people who live there are very kind and Im- improved the area incredibly. You admins, and I mean you, and yes, I did capital the A in admins, should see the place. I've been asking Widget a couple of times to place teleports, but I know the lag, etc. He said I have to uh, have a whole community, widely populated, and I asked myself, let's just recruit, recruit about half the people and say to Widget, now can you place a port? I'm too lazy to get killed too many times and over and walk to my island and ended very poorly. Kind of getting interested, invested by idiotic mobs and creepers saying, can I join the party? Love the podcast, keep going, and bye-bye everyone. All hail the Dirt Master. Uh, first thing off is I never said it had to be widely populated. I said it had to have a lot of room, a mass area of land, so that it can be heavily populated in a public way. However, we are no longer doing those kind of TPs for a good reason. We have to be able to control them, and we are running out of TP room for lag issues. The more people use TPs, the higher the lag. If we have more TPs, the more people are going to use them, the higher the lag will occur, and you're not going to have a good time. Thus... We're not going to do one, unfortunately. I apologize, but I did see your area, and it doesn't really count. But I love what you guys did, by the way. And there is a TP near you guys. It's not far, so you can find it. Well, see, we go through. We have a ton of TPs already. Most pretty much everywhere that you can get to has a TP readily available. 
I mean, we're not going to go through and put a TP every five feet. Yeah, it may be a few screens away, but it's there. I promise. There's 51 teleports on the server. There's a ton. There Mm -hmm. is a ton. That's a lot. So I, I understand that everyone wants to be able to get back to their place quickly and easily and safely. And yes, having a TP would help facilitate that, but really, you may have to walk a little bit to get exactly home. But there are TPs pretty much everywhere already. All right, so next email. I think Dave uh, nailed that one. Why don't you get this one, Dan? Okay, email number four. Vinray Saltoy wrote, I just wanted to tell you guys what happened to me last night. When I logged on, I went to the Continue server, Continue World, and started exploring. After a few hours, I found an epic triple peak mountain that had a huge cave under it. That's when I told myself, this is the mountain of power. So I started placing signs and torches all around the mountain. After that was done, I started placing the foundation for my castle. While I was doing this, that's when the unexpected happened. Lightning started coming down all over the place and other people on the server started freaking out. At that special moment this giant cross started forming in front of me so the first thing i thought was oh no it's reaper so i got my so i put on my wicked kit wicked kicks and ran with all haste back to my house i bricked up my door and there was howling and mooing all over the place and i thought i was dead but no i am not going down without a fight I put on my armor, brandished my weapon, and handed a- and headed outside. It turned out to be Angel. She gifted me with like 200 mushrooms and a dozen dogs. They were all, the dogs were paying to herd together. That is when the server crashed and rolled back. When I logged <laughs> back on, oh, I, was in the, I was in the middle of the ocean in the main server. It was a long trip back to Continia, and I never found my mountain. Of power again. With with all that said, it was probably the most fun I had in a game of in game in a long time. I have one question concerning this after the rollback. I still had the items in my inventory from the questing at the time I got dropped. Does this mean that my beautiful mountain is still waiting on me somewhere out there with my build and sign still on it? P.S. The lightning scared the crud out of me. Uh, yes. What happens on a rollback when a server does an unexpected crash, it saves every 5 to 10 minutes. So the most you're going to lose is 5 or 10 minutes worth of work. So as long as you didn't build the entire thing in 10 minutes, you're good. It's still there. And that was a great story. That was the day that I believe Reaper and Angel were out at the same time. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, they must have had an epic battle. Of and good by the way, evil. I wouldn't put armor on when you see Reaper, because you're not going to be able to fight him. Yeah, you're going to die. You can't see him. He doesn't die. So <laughs> I would put your armor and everything in a chest, and then take the music, <laughs> and then just take it. <laughs> yeah, right now Reaper has like a 75% kill rate. Nobody has been able to escape him. It's impossible. It's not impossible. That's why it's 75%, not 100%, Daniel. Well, from my experience, it's impossible. 
Man. <laughs> I've seen it's him kill three people at once, though. Exactly what I'm getting at. All right, next email. Charlie M. wrote in saying, Hey, Minecraft Off the Record staff, this is Charlie51135 from your main server. I was just wondering if you are allowed to just randomly kill someone. It has happened to me before on your site, and the rules and the rule says you are not allowed to kill people over and over. Should I report this the next time it happens? Yes, you should. Thanks for your time, and have a good show. It is not really permitted to kill randomly without reason or cause. It is a PvP-based server, and if they took your stuff, that's when it becomes a main offense. That's when it becomes a grief. Uh, someone just walking around randomly killing people, they will be dealt with by an admin. Make sure you report yeah, it to an admin. Yeah, and the best way to deal with that is to get an admin, too. Yeah. Again, the admins on the server are myself, Widget, DWM Terry, uh, Bowbender, Origin, and RegQ. One of us will be able to help you out. Reg might be grumpy, but eventually he'll help you out, I promise. He's usually grumpy, yeah. <laughs> Our final email, Dave. Final email comes uh, from... You put this in there, Fred? Yeah, I just dug this out of the trash for you, Joe. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> really? That's an actual one? Yeah. Read it. Okay. All right. I know it's hard to believe somebody would say it, but go it's ahead. It's crazy. I, I, you know, I thought I was the only one. Okay. Um, this one comes from Tom. It says, Joe, can you please pick me to tour you around the UK? Please, 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 please. Widget's okay. biggest fan, Vom49. I'm pretty sure the please is please. Nope, PLZ's plus. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I mentioned I was I wanted to really go to the UK and uh, visit some of the um, sites. I'm gonna go try to get an autograph from you know Robin Hood and 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 you know author from Camelot. But anyway, how am I gonna do that? I have no idea yet. But I do plan to go to the UK the UK in the next in the next year or so. Um, I'm definitely gonna be going there for a. A gaming convention, one of the biggest in the world, occurs out that way, and I'm going to be going to it, hopefully. Uh, and, and yes, Tom, that was just a joke that your email would end up in the trash because you said you're Wig- Widget's biggest fan. <laughs> it was actually in a folder in our email box. But I will consider it. I will If I go to the UK, guys, I will definitely set up a situation where I can meet the fans of the network. And talk to you guys. So I will keep everyone posted if that happens. We need, anytime we do any kind of official traveling for the network, which can occur easily in the next year, we will let everybody know, and we will try to schedule a meetup somewhere if it's in a major city. Just let everybody know. Um, Hells yeah, QGN meetup at Wendy's. Word. <clears throat> All right, QGN news, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about our meetup at Wendy's yet, are we? No, not yet. No. Diablo, off the record, released an amazing episode 16 this week. Mm. You should definitely check it out. And Dave goes on about some crazy stuff in his description. Anyhow, Planetside, off the record, released episode 2 this past week, which was another great episode for them. Please remember to search for their feed. They have one now, and if you're interested in that show, subscribe and leave them a review. Telling you guys right now, Planet Size is going to be a revolutionary game. I know from experience. And Elder Scrolls, off the record, put out episode 34, where the bannered mayor is going to answer community questions and concerns about the upcoming Elder Scrolls Online. 
Why do you read the stuff that they put in their thing and not what I put in the... You know what? I didn't Jeff? put anything in there. Oh, yeah, cool. how do you like this one, Dave? SWOTOR Reforged released episode 6 this week. Our <laughs> live reward times are as follows. I am gonna flip a table. Minecraft, off the record, records at 7pm on Sundays. SWOTOR Reforged is at 7pm on Mondays. Planetside, off the record, is at 3 p.m. every other Thursday until launch. There was a show last week. There will be no show this week. Elder Scrolls, off the record, records at 7 p.m. on Thursdays. Diablo, off the record, is at 6 p.m. on Fridays because Dave has to be different. The Community Cast will be putting out Episode 3 this weekend. Look for that. It's tentatively planned for Friday night following our Diablo show about 8 p.m. All times are Eastern Standard Time, and we'd love for you to join us in our chat room. Stay tuned, and we'll give you the live stream information at the end of the show. All righty. Our five-star review shout-outs, Dan. Okay, from the U.S. of A., we have the coolest Cole 11, Viper Omen, and from the Canada, we have from Canada. Say the duck Canada. Yeah, I did. From wow. Canada, we have Andrew nine four six four. Thank you guys for the five star reviews. We hope to see a lot more. Keep them coming. Our final thoughts this episode, guys. Seriously though, Diablo off the record's latest episode was the most entertaining one I've heard yet. I really enjoyed wow. it. Thank um, you, Joe. They did a fantastic job. And how to reach us, we'll get in a second, but my final thought of this episode is the hardcore server, I, I can't wait to get back into it. I am so selfish about this that I am waiting until I am done editing and putting this show out before <laughs> I open the server. Just saying. Because oh, I don't want anyone still in my, my spots. I want to be in there with Dave and Bo and Dan, go in there and make it happen again. I want to repeat the excitement of last week. Well, you know, Joe, I don't blame you, because if you put the server up as soon as we're done recording, Dan wouldn't even be alive by the time you get in there. <laughs> hey! You know what, Fred? Oh. We, we will see. You get in here, and we will see who lasts longer. Joe, enable PvP. No, I refuse to ever enable PvP on a hardcore server. That's like the dumbest thing you can do. All right. You know, Joe, I think I'd like to volunteer to be an admin on the hardcore server so I can follow Dan around. <laughs> <laughs> the only admin on that server is myself. And I don't even do admin. I'm actually in strict survival mode. The only reason I'm in admin mode is if I have to ban somebody, I can. Other than that, no other powers are used or there. Alright, uh, final thoughts, Mr. W. Well, final thoughts. I'm looking forward to trying out these new Pocket Edition changes. And I should be getting back into our main QGN server this week, I should have some free time where I'm not going to be working and working on that Skyrim mod. So, I look forward to seeing you all in game. And Dave? You know, I, I'm, I'm really excited to get in there and actually do this again this week. I, I know I was, I was in love with it last week, but it, the, uh, survival, uh, server killed me, so I hate that server now. <laughs> so I'm glad that we remade it. The hardcore, yeah. Yeah. And Dave, or Dave, not Dave, Dan. I can go again. So I was. <laughs> okay, Dave, you, Dave, you are now me, and I am now you. That's my final thought. That's a nasty thought. Anyway. <laughs> All Dave. right, how to reach us? 
Dan. Uh, okay. You can you can reach us at thequestgamingnetwork.com. And that is the general hub for all of our shows. And you can also reach this show directly at minecraftofftherecord.com. Our email for this show is minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. You can also visit our forums at thequestgamingcommunity.com. And as always, we record Minecraft Off The Record on Sunday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. And that is in Eastern Time. Our live stream channel is at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. And you can also reach us in game. Joe is Widget. Fred is Vemerce, V-E-M-E-R-C-E. Dave is Dwim Terry, or W-M. D-W-M Terry. <laughs> and I am Boontini, B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I. You can also find Bowbender at Bowbender. Oh, Dan, hold on a second. I'm going to try to do the Twitter in the minor voice here. <clears throat> These darn guys in here Minecraft off the record are at Minecraft OTR. That weird guy, Joe Widget Wilson, is at author J.R. Wilson. Fred Woodley. Sith Lord Corv. I don't know what that guy's smoking, but he needs to go back into those caves. S-I-S-I-T-H-L-O-R-D. Corv. Well, someone's fixing for a force choking. <laughs> <laughs> that there Dave Adams is at Dean Force. D-I-E-N Force. Dan Wilson is at Boone Taney. B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I and Bo Bender's at B-O-N-B-O-W-E-N-D-E-R-1 Bo Bender 1 Another Mike? thing you yeah. forgot the underscore it's oh, B-O-O-N yeah. underscore team. I don't want to follow you anyway <laughs> We love you Dan <laughs> Minecraft Off The Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network I just want to say keep on building everybody and we'll talk to you next week Good night everyone Who's Rhoda? Thank you to all our loyal fans. We'll see you next week. Exactly. I muted it. You mean the Skype noise that we're still hearing? Yeah, Moving just sent me a Yeah, we know. Message. We hear it. Just go ahead and turn, go press the mute all sounds button. I did. I saved okay. it. And it's muted. I'll like that. again. Okay. You sent me a message. Yeah, mute the sounds. Uh, just mute it, Dan. <sighs> okay. Dan. Are you even messing with your Skype settings? I am. Okay, well, pick mute all sounds or turn off all sounds. It's the one that says mute. Okay. Now what's with all that clicking?
Okay, it should be gone now. Okay, we'll test it. All right, we're just going to have to have uh, Joe do it. Yeah, Joe's just going to have to go up there and show him. I don't think it was that hard to mute Skype. It really isn't that hard, but apparently it is. Yeah, you know, I just clicked the mute all button, and then it was just gone. I did do that, guys. If you were doing that, we wouldn't still hear it. I wonder how long it's going to take until the people in the chat tell them it's been off this whole time. Say what? So I wonder you how guys long are seriously messing with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> I hate you guys! <laughs> Tormenting Dan again? <laughs>